Welcome to Alchemy in the Midlife Kitchen with Dr. Anne Moyer Bussey, a podcast series for women in midlife who yearn to gain new clarity and purpose for the afternoon of life. Well, Anne, we have another special guest this episode. We do indeed, Chris, a very beautiful lady who's a very special friend all the way from London. And it's Gloria Smythe. And Gloria is an amazing lady. She's a menopause stylist. And she helps women who've lost their confidence in how they see themselves and their appearance in menopause through style. So we're going to talk to Gloria and she's going to tell us more about it. So Gloria, big welcome. And it's so lovely to have you here. And I just so appreciate you taking the time. It's really lovely. And as you know, Gloria, in the podcast previously, we've been talking a lot about this midlife transition. And we've been using for the metaphor of change that it's somewhat similar to what takes place in the alchemical kitchen, how the alchemists used to transform raw material into gold. And I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about your journey and your transformation through menopause and what helped you most? Well, for me, Anne, my journey started roughly around six years ago. And it was quite a transition. It's one of those transitions that I wasn't ready for. It was um, something that within the Afro-Caribbean community, we just don't talk about the menopause at all. So I had no real preparation for it. And it was something just didn't even think about, even though I was 51 at the time. Um, The initial symptoms when it did start, again, I possibly ignored because I was just like, this can't be happening to me. It's not happening to me. And what is this? After a while, I did start to think, you know, hold on, Gloria, you're 51. This is possible the menopause and you need to start facing some realities here. And it took months. I have to say it did take me a few months just to accept that actually I'm now going into the reverse puberty, which is the menopause. And facing that reality that, yeah, you're no longer that fertile ground that you believe that you always was. So it was very, very different for me. And yeah, something I I struggled with initially. For me, um, I've always had this thing in my mind. And I think this is how we grew up, grew as a child, that, you know, you face things, but you don't talk about it. And for me, the menopause was like, yes, get used to it. Don't talk about it. Not even with my partner. Just don't talk about it. And getting into, after a year and realising that, yes, you're in the menopause and noticing the body changes and noticing different symptoms that you didn't have before, you know, like the severe insomnia, the hot flashes, the um, restless legs, all these different things that came with it, it really was a struggle in the mind to accept. And I did eventually switch my light on and say, you're in it, embrace it and be present with it, which is where a lot of women do struggle. 
Mm, that's so true, Gloria. And it's wonderful that you were able to come to that point of realising that it is a transition. And while you're not fertile physically in that sense anymore, that you are fertile in a new way with new creativity and new thoughts. And you turned a lot of that into something very, very creative. And how you blended the care of your outer physical body with that inner transformation. So tell us a little bit about what you did there and what led you to what you're doing today. I'd say that once I accepted the transition into midlife, which was, it is something that we all women do struggle with at some point. It was actually looking at my body and accepting what I now see. And what I saw was obviously, you know, this no longer body of a size 12. You know, it was a size 14 to 16. And it was um, accepting that there was no diet that was going to change that because that was all part of the journey and all part of that change that is here. So for me, I had to change my mindset itself to be more present today and not looking into the past of what I used to look like and looking in my wardrobe and seeing all those clothes that were from the past, body life, put it that way. So um, by by changing the mindset to be more present today and see what I know today and who I am today, it made me accept that a lot more. And then from then I could change the outer Whereas I think as women, we tend to see the outer and see what is out there and see how we're possibly perceived by the world itself or family, friends, work colleagues and thinking to ourselves, oh my God, nothing fits anymore. Look at the state of me or God, I've got so big and all you're seeing is the outside where you're not accepting your transition, you haven't accepted it. So all you're seeing is outside when you should be working from the inside out. I love that notion of that being present to what's happening, that ability to accept and be present. And so many women find that really difficult to do. What do you think are some of the things that helped you most to become present like that and to that inward journey that I've talked a lot about in some of the other podcasts, what helped you to really engage in that and take that time for yourself? I think for me, it's more about not being influenced by outer factors. So when I say being influenced, you you know, we know social media is there. We know about the magazines, the media itself, and not feeling that I have to look a particular way or feel a particular way. And because I I do believe that you have to look at yourself as you and not look at yourself as I want to look like that person or be that person, it's been a lot easier for me to accept who I am. And again, it does come down to confidence because we do know that when you get older, your confidence can go. 
And again, that is because you see everything is changing around you, but yet you feel that you're going backwards because you're now going into this midlife era of what is perceived as being old. And it's not. And I do believe, again, that the transition into midlife, um, women are perceiving it as being old instead of just seeing it as another new beginning. I've never looked at anything about being old, ever. I'm more about, yes, that's an age that I have. However, that doesn't mean that I'm redundant. And I do feel that women do feel that they are now redundant you know children have grown and have left home and doing their own thing you've got you know some people who are in marriages where I feel that their husband is still very much very busy doing everything and still enjoying life whereas they were usually the the woman at home who looked after the home looked after the kids looked after their husbands and that all of a sudden that's changed so what do they do now So I always just, from my perspective, I've always been very outgoing in terms of I've always looked to keep on developing consistently, just looking at different things in different ways. I do a lot of mindfulness, which is about being present, being very, very present. And I do a lot of soul searching quite regularly where I look within myself, look at where I am today, what I may possibly need to change, or just looking at things with a different perspective. Yeah, that's such a powerful message for women that are listening, Gloria. I think a lot of women are a little bit afraid to take that inward journey. As you said, it's the the social media or the stories that people have and that constant comparison with other people. And It's a time to stop comparing oneself, but to pay attention to one's own becoming. You know, we're becoming the older woman, but to get in touch with that inner leadership that each woman has and to join that circle of women that are having that influence on others rather than just sitting back and giving up and constantly comparing. It's so important, isn't it? It is extremely important. And As I said, media has a lot to play for. And this is not even just the magazines or, you know, social media. It's more about even the the fashion industry. The fashion industry plays a big part in this. You know, as we get older, you know, you can walk into the stores and what do you see? Do you see anything that is for you that you can wear? Do you see what is the market that they're aiming for? You know, it possibly comes across as if that once you've got old, you're no longer worthy of being dressed. We'll give you a sack and you can get on with that. And that is not how it should be. You know, every woman wants to look good. Every woman wants to feel good in how they look on the outside. But yet the industry does not reflect that. So that again can be quite daunting walking into a store, you know you've got an event or you just want something quite nice to wear and you come out feeling so deflated because, again, it's, yeah, I'm too old to wear that, that doesn't fit me, Um, that's too short, that's too tight. So what do you do? Just go, go and get the baggy clothes out and put that on instead. And you've really been creative, Gloria, because you've challenged this notion and 
you've begun to help women see that colour and style is still possible and still important. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so for me, I've worked in the fashion industry for over 30 odd years, trained clothing technician, which means I design, pattern cut, grade, right down to making the final garments. So I know that in my journey, going out, I've gained over a stony weight. And again, it doesn't even bother me. I'm still alive, I'm well, and I'm glad with that. So I know that for my journey, going into the stores and seeing that I can't find anything that fits, but I do have that knowledge of knowing how to layer and create outfits with different items. What are other women facing when they go out there? And I look and see that when I'm working with some of my clients, I can see how they have just gone very dark in their clothing because, you know, everybody thinks that black is so flattering. And I keep saying to them, yeah, it's nice, but it's also very draining on your skin tone, on your hair, on your eyes. So what do you think you're seeing? And then as soon as you add this little splash of colour, and it could easily be a scarf, could be a colourful earring, anything like that, it's like all of a sudden you just see this light just switch on. Where it's just like, oh, hold on, is this me? Yes, it's you. But again, it's like, I try to get women to understand, we may have gotten older. We're not old, we've gotten older but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have some colour in your life where where you wear it or whether you have it at home. Again, you'd be surprised how many, even going to some people's homes that you see how dark it is. And it's like, why? But again, it's that mindset, isn't it? It's, I've switched off. I'm no longer relevant. It doesn't matter what I look like was one of the favourite words that I hear. Well, why doesn't it matter what you look like? And then you, well, who cares? I'm old now. Mm, I hate that. I just can't. So I'm very much about, no, it's an age. It's a number. Get some colour and let's start working towards brightening up your inner and outer thoughts. And colour is very important. You know, it's one of these things that you can go into a home and as soon as you see a splash of colour, and it can be through plants, flowers, in our gardens, we know how beautiful it is to see that. Why are you not doing the same for yourself? Mm. And what do you think, Gloria, is so important that women need to know that apart from being themselves like that and what it will do for them, What's the legacy that they're then giving to those around them and to the younger women coming after them? I'd say, I mean, I have a 17-year-old daughter and you know, I talk quite openly about the menopause with her because I know that wasn't something that I had with my mother and I'm trying to change that, that perception of all of that. So we talk quite openly about it and she often says to me, sometimes I forget that you're the age that you are because you certainly don't act it and you certainly don't look it and what I'm trying to get her to understand is it doesn't matter we can still all be very happy we can still have a positive outlook yes I'm in the menopause and yes don't get me wrong I have my days when I look goddamn rough (laughs) 
But it doesn't matter because I may have it today, but I don't stay in that, you know, and I always listen to what my body's saying. If my body's saying I'm tired, go and lie down, Gloria. If, um, you know, tomorrow I wake up and I'm still feeling the same, I'm just like, no, time to get up. 24 hours of lying down is good enough. We don't need to stay there. Um, she sometimes says to me, Mummy, um, I always notice that it doesn't matter how you feel, you still get up, you still show up, you still go to work, you're still doing your business. And I think by having that kind of drive and still feeling that I can still achieve and do, regardless of where I am, she looks at that as a very positive thing. Obviously, I keep saying to her, yes, you're in puberty, but I'm in the reverse. So I have my own menopause puberty that I'm dealing with so Mm -hmm. she looks at that and she just laughs at that and she often asks questions like what does it feel like um what's the difference in you know when you say about your bones are aching or your joints are hurting what does that feel like because obviously as a teenager they have their own little gripes and you know puberty issues and I'm saying to that no it's it's pretty much the same but just a little bit more extreme for us so she understands it and she looks at it in a very positive way now she says oh my mum's in the menopause but she doesn't care say it speak it yeah it's interesting what you said at the beginning of that that um the stereotypes people have of what you should look like as you're getting older and I think that's very sad you know people say but you shouldn't be like that at this age or that's not what your age looks like and this is what you have to be. And I think it's something as women that we really need to break, that there is no stereotype. Each one is becoming and each one is beautiful. And I've been very lucky because I've seen some of the beautiful creations you've made and I've seen the colours and what you can do and it's really inspired me. And I wonder if other people want to get in touch with you, Gloria, and they want to look up what you're doing and learn from you, uh, how can they do that? So I have a website, so you can go to the website where I discuss several things about style, nutrition, sleep. And my website is called www.gloriasmythe.com or you can just look, search me and you'll find me as the menopause stylist. I also have Instagram page again, so that's at the stylist mentor. Or if you wish to email me, where we can have a free 30-minute consultation. My email address is stylewithme at gloriasmythe.com. That's wonderful. And I hope, listeners, that you will get in touch with Gloria if you're struggling in any way with what colours to wear, what's going to bring you alive, what's going to help you shine as a woman, because we need to see women shining and bringing, as we said, this the new creative ideas that women have as they come through menopause. You're giving birth to something very different now. And Gloria, I'm so grateful that you joined us today. We really, really appreciate having you. And we hope at some time later you'll be able to join us again. And I want to thank you very, very much. Thank you, Anne. Thank you. Good. And not to forget, if anyone wants to learn a bit more about this transition and about this midlife journey... You can also check me out on annemoyabasi.com or check out my Fabulous 50s and More Facebook page. Do get in touch with me and I hope you'll also get in touch with Gloria 
and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. You've been listening to Alchemy in the Midlife Kitchen with Dr. Anne Moyer-Bussey. We look forward to your company next episode. I'm Chris Ashmore. Thanks for listening.